So, 8.18 and the 2015 so-called Comfort Women deal with Japan. Uh, Democratic Party presidential contender Moon Jae-in called it the most notable case of evil diplomacy. So could a future administration under Moon or anyone else actually nullify the deal? And what about appeasing Japan by moving those statues erected to remember the victims of Japan's colonial-era sex slavery. Let's address some of these issues now with Dr. Ikibom, research fellow in the International Law and Dispute Settlement Program at the Asan Institute for Policy Studies. Good morning. Morning. Uh, hello. Uh, Great to have you on the line. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm uh, Dr. Ikibomi. Uh, thank you very much for this opportunity on your radio. Well, it's great to have your expertise. So, over the weekend, protesters honoured a Buddhist monk who, who died last week after setting himself on fire. Please don't make my death worthless, he wrote before his death, calling in part for the nullification of that agreement to pay a billion yen to the dozens of now elderly surviving Korean victims of Japanese sex slavery. Dr. E, what's your view on the move to undo this agreement? Uh, yeah, I fully understand the move to withdraw or undo the 2015 uh, sex slavery agreement. Uh, but as international law scholar and specialist, I think the move should be uh, should be uh, set on the second line. Uh, I mean, the first step is to point out uh, Japanese government's misunderstanding about the 2015 agreement. Uh, for example, even though a billion Japanese and was paid, uh, Korean government doesn't have any obligations to remove the statute in front of Japanese embassy or consulate, according to the de-agreement. If Japanese government uh, cannot accept uh, this position, it should it, uh, undo or withdraw uh, the agreement. So, I think if Japanese government is unhappy uh, with the atmosphere of Korean society, it could first try to undo uh, the agreement, not Korean government. In terms of the prospects, though, for the agreement, even uh, now Ban, Ban Ki-moon has uh, admitted the deal falls short of resolving grievances, despite originally praising the deal back in 2016 in the wake of its uh, finding. But considering the stance of the other presidential front-runner, Moon Jae-in, that I just mentioned, it, it doesn't really leave much hope for the deal in the future, does it? Uh, I think, uh, yeah, uh, all the presidential uh, candidates, including uh, Ban Ki-moon uh, or Moon Jae-in, uh, could argue uh, that the agreement doesn't have uh, necessary or substantial uh, content to resolve the dispute uh, about sex slavery. However, uh, from the perspective of international law, the agreement is legally valid because the two governments agreed. But the agreement comes short of solving the dispute. So I think the next Korean government or current Japanese government uh, could suggest the amendment of the agreement. Yeah, well, the deal was supposedly irreversible. And despite you saying that it was legally valid, many have criticised it for lacking a legal basis in terms of compensation and an apology. Um, what, what do you make of the opposition party's suggestion at the National Assembly simply to give the money back? Uh, I think uh, we don't need to uh, focus on the adjective irreversible uh, because uh, the 2015 agreement is not holy Bible. 
So, I mean, the agreement is just one of the normal treaties uh, between the two governments. So, the agreement could also be amended or withdrawn uh, from uh, the legal perspective. Giving money back is not important. Uh, it is important what obligations Korean or Japanese government has or uh, whether each government has fulfilled its obligations or not. But could Seoul's potential abandonment or failure to honour the deal actually damage this country's credibility on the world stage with Prime Minister of Japan Shinzo Abe implying that recently? Yeah, I think... Um, yeah, um, so uh, instead of the issue of credibility, I think the uh, Korean government should uh, strongly argue uh, it has sincerely fulfilled uh, the obligations under uh, international law. Uh, I mean, uh, as I argued in uh, one of uh, my articles uh, from uh, the perspective of the 2015 agreement or the Vienna Convention on the Diplomatic Relations, uh, I think uh, Korean government uh, has not violated uh, any obligations under international law. What, what about if the new Trump administration was to uh, take Abe's side on this? Uh, I think uh, uh, Trump administration uh, considers uh, the issue uh, from the perspective of a good relationship uh, between uh, Korea and Japan. Um, but uh, so, uh, uh, United States uh, uh, never takes uh, just uh, one side, Korea or uh, Japan, uh, but just uh, it uh, will take a very neutral uh, position on right. the issue. Yeah. So you're not worried about that uh, suddenly yeah. changing dramatically under Donald Trump. But one of the other major problems with this agreement is whether it actually did allow for the removal of the memorial outside Japan's embassy in Seoul, whether uh, it would then affect the memorial in Busan. The government has so far resisted fully disclosing the deal. Do you suspect moving the Seoul statue may have been a condition somewhere in the deal? I know you said before during this interview that uh, there would be no obligation to move the statues, but there's something a bit suspicious, isn't there, in the background? Uh, yeah. I, I think, uh, I don't know uh, the existence of another deal about uh, removing uh, the memorial uh, or statute. Uh, but uh, I think if uh, another deal uh, doesn't exist, uh, Korean government uh, should argue it uh, has uh, not violated uh, any obligations uh, because we uh, need to uh, differentiate the obligation of uh, conduct uh, from the obligation of result. Uh, I think uh, uh, Korean government promised uh, to uh, endeavor uh, to uh, remove, solve uh, the problem about uh, the statute. Uh, but uh, I think if uh, Korean government has done some consultations with uh, some NGOs, uh, even if the memorial is removed, uh, Korean government complied uh, with its obligation under international law. Well, uh, yeah, let's talk a bit more about international law and the Vienna Convention and whether these statutes should legally be allowed so close to an embassy or a consulate, uh, as Japan has argued that Seoul is obliged uh, to protect diplomatic missions and their staff? 
uh, yeah, uh, the installation or making of the memorial or statute is uh, relevant uh, to the issue of whether uh, Japanese dignity has been impaired. Uh, but unfortunately, we have no cases about international courts and tribunals about the issue. Uh, I think if Japanese flag uh, it burnt uh, in front of the mission, uh, the premise of the mission, uh, it would be uh, the impairment uh, of uh, its dignity. But the ins- just the installation or making of the memorial or statute, uh, I think, uh, doesn't amount to uh, injured. So uh, I think uh, Korean government has not... Uh, uh, violated any obligations under uh, Vienna Convention on Diplom- Diplomatic Relations. Well, again, we welcome thoughts from our listeners on that. Uh, these statues are directly outside those diplomatic missions. You can text us pound a sharp 1013 for 51 per message. Dr. E, if I can just finish by getting your thoughts on how vital it is, one way or another, that we do somehow repair ties with Japan. Yeah, uh, I think uh, above all, uh, Japanese Prime Minister Abe should consider uh, some developed measures uh, for the uh, victims of Japanese sex slavery. Uh, for example, uh, he should write uh, the letter to uh, the victims. Uh, frankly, uh, the agreement is uh, legally valid but not effective. So, uh, I would like to ask uh, one question. Which, co- which government makes the agreement ineffective? Yeah, I think the Japanese government. So, uh, Prime Minister Abe uh, should take uh, one more step uh, to uh, resolve the, uh, the issue about sex slavery. Dr. E, thank you very much for joining us today. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you very much. Dr. E. Kibom of the Asan Institute for Policy Studies placing the responsibility for this deal's discomfortable, uh, really, if I can put it in those terms. Uh, very, very uncomfortable, anyway, uh, response on the international stage and here in Korea. We'll continue with that and your thoughts in just a few moments here on This Morning.